We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, USU, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of French Talk brought to you by the Dateable Podcast. I like saying brought to you by because it makes it sound uh-huh. really big. Like brought to you by Pepsi. Brought to you by the <laughs> Dateable Podcast. Like we have a huge team behind us. Hey, you know, we do actually have a growing team. We do have an editor now who is doing this phenomenal job behind the scenes. Yes. So. Yes. Okay. I won't say any more about him because I need to meet him still before I talk I need to make sure he's okay with us like give it him the yeah. shout out. So we'll leave it yeah. at that. We'll, we'll talk with him. He'll hear this as he's editing and he can decide. Yeah. And if he's cool with it, we could pip him out. I know he is recently single. That's what drove him to this oh, oh, dating content okay. to edit. So he did find us and he's been doing phenomenal job. And yeah, we'll leave it at that. We don't know how public he wants to be. So we'll leave it at that. I think it's so funny that he knows us so intimately, like listening to our voices every week, but we don't know much about him yet. So just so you know, <laughs> we are going to get to know you because we're nosy like that, or at least I am. I'm going to ask all I the love questions. That, like, I've had one convo, but yes, not as much as we could. It's funny that we're like talking to him, but to our audience at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to be like a third character on our show without ever revealing who he is. It's kind of funny. It's nice. But it's good. I'm happy we're back for more brunch talk. Not that we were not going to be back. Brunch is always going to be around. <laughs> it's not going extinct, y'all. Not going anywhere. But I am happy that we are back to talk over brunch and to dig into some of your burning dating questions. I've noticed that a lot of the dating questions now, especially now that 
dating is picking up with cuffing season, mm-hmm. the holidays. Similar questions are being recycled back around oh, these yes. bad dating behaviors. I feel like the more you date, the more you encounter bad dating behaviors. Have you noticed that? There's just more of that coming yeah, around. Yeah, it's just going to happen. You know, I think like clearly we're going to get into it, but some of it, unfortunately, is kind of part of the course. And I'm not saying that to excuse bad behavior, but ultimately you decide how much you're going to embrace it and how much you're going to even entertain it in the first place. Yeah. And that's what we want to help you do. It's like, how do you prevent bad dating behavior? But also once it does happen to you, what's the best response, right? Yeah. Sometimes you can't prevent it. You can't control other people. That's what we know. Yes. (laughs) Here we go. So with Halloween that just passed and... Sure, that's still maybe on some of your minds. I don't know. I'm trying to relate this back to the question. We're going to get to the question because you'll see why. It is a spooky one. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see why we're bringing this back to Halloween. The question is, is it ever okay to ghost someone? And for more context, the listener wrote in, I recently went on a date that was meh. We said at the end that we would hang again, but neither of us has reached out yet. Is it okay to ghost or should I send a text saying I actually don't want to meet up? Yeah, this is a great question because there's a line between ghosting and just phasing out communication. Yeah. There is a difference. Technically, ghosting is you've promised to keep in touch and keep the communication going, but you fail on that promise. Phasing someone out is when both parties just don't make an effort to keep the communication going and there was never <laughs> there was never a promise for a next time. Now, in this particular situation, you kind of casually said you would hang out again, but if neither party has made that effort to step forward and say, hey, remember when you said we should hang out again, let's hang out again. I think it's totally okay in this scenario to just let it go and let it phase out. I don't actually think it's ghosting because you didn't make any actual plans yet. I think it's like goes a little above a promise, though. If someone reaches out to you and you leave them on red, I think that's ghosting. Maybe it's not intentional. It also depends what they said to you. I want to take that back. If they like asked you to hang out again, or you just didn't respond to a non question, I think there's a little difference there. There's a line like they might think you're ghosting them, but you also just could be not responsive. That being said, my general rule of thumb is if someone's not reaching out, then I don't think it's ghosting. Like you were saying, it's just I've been so annoyed, actually, when someone reaches out proactively to tell me they don't want to see me again. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, I haven't reached out to you. Why do you think that I want to see you again? I know it sounds childish saying it out loud, but it does really piss me off. So I don't think you're doing anything wrong. And I guess if the top line question, is it ever okay to ghost? I think in this situation, it maybe is okay, but I also don't think you're ghosting. So it's kind of a moot point at that point. Yeah. And, you know, you have to ask yourself this question. What do I need to do to make myself feel good about myself that I can sleep? Did I do my best? Did I try my best? For some people, it might be, I'm totally okay letting this go and just letting this be a ghost. It's fine. And I can live with myself. Other people, if you're writing in with this question, maybe it's really bothering you that you haven't (laughs) closed the loop with this person. If that is the case, you do you. Maybe you do reach out and say, listen, I know we talked about hanging out again. I gave it some thought Mm -hmm. and I think you're a great person. I just don't see us having a romantic connection. 
If that makes you feel better, do that. I think it's like the question back to you is what would you want to do to feel good about yourself? I mean, I think that's certainly important, but I think you also need to think about the other person too. And I know, granted, Mm. you don't know them super well. If it's something the way you phrased it of, you know, I've been thinking about this more. I know we talked about it. I think that's different than getting the text if you've never even talked about it. You know, Mm -hmm. like loosely. I don't know. It's so hard because like when you're leaving a date, like people will bring it up and both parties can just be like, yeah, that sounds good because it's really awkward to say like, no, I never want to see you again. So I almost feel like that piece doesn't like hold a ton of weight. If you have like a time set up, a day planned, then absolutely you should send something. (laughs) Yes. Like if you've gone that far and neither party has reached out, you should probably send the what you were just saying of I've changed my mind, my sentiments changed. We should just be more careful about the words that come out of our mouths. I find that sometimes we're on this default setting after a date and we just say random casual things like, would love to do this again. Have so much fun. Let's do this again sometime. When we don't mean it, why don't we just take a pause after a date and, you know, ask, do I actually want to see this person again? And if I don't, maybe I shouldn't say these things that normally come out of my mouth for no reason. I think it's important that we read the situation too. So yeah, like absolutely what you just said is we should only say what we actually mean. But that also could be that sometimes someone will be like, yeah, we should hang out again and get like kind of pushy about it. And then the person's like, okay, like, you know, it's like not enthusiastic. Yeah. So it's hearing what someone's saying, but also watching what they're doing. And I'll use this example because you were there, UA. Do you remember that time when I had that guy show up at the art event we went to? The museum? Yes. Yes. How can I forget? That poor guy. Oh my God. We went on one date. The guy invited himself to this event. We went on a second date before because it felt really awkward. We had the same date as the first date. Talked about the exact same things. Like he didn't remember anything I had said. Anyways, needless to say, by the time I even got to the art event, I was not into it. And I think it was pretty clear that like it was not a match on both of our parts. Like very clear. And UA also made it really awkward. You're like, why are you here? But that's another point. (laughs) ask that (laughs) i just casually cropped him out of a photo as we were taking one (laughs) i was like can you stand off to the side i do remember that but i also remember you saying some other stuff anyways regardless anyone with any emotional intelligence or any just intelligence in general would see that this was not a fit like Mm -hmm. i never reached out to him again i was never expecting him to reach out to me again we never said like we'll see each other again it was very clear i get this long ass message from him (laughs) Basically, like apologizing that it wasn't a match and like this is how he's feeling. And I'm like, it was probably four days later. And I was also just going through shit with my ex at the time, too. So you never know where someone's at. I'm like, who is this from? Like, I literally yeah. didn't even know who it was from. Yeah. And this guy's like pouring his heart out, saying like all this <laughs> stuff. And it's just like, read the room, bro. Like, I know that probably made you feel good, but like being on the receiving end of that is weird, too. So the long way of saying it is I think it's important to think about like, okay, what is going to make you sleep at night? How is it going to make you feel better? But also like, are you doing this just to like protect yourself? Or are you doing it because it's actually nice to the other person? And not everyone has high EQ to read the room. I understand that. So maybe some people will just have to give them a hall pass and say, you know, maybe 
maybe you just couldn't read the room right. But what's in your control <laughs> is how you share the information. And conversely, how do you receive the information? I remember there was this guy that I met at a bar when I was super drunk. And I don't remember his face at all. I just I just remember our conversation. And I just remember him saying he was a urologist. So I'm like, okay, I don't remember his name, but he's a urologist. And we exchanged numbers. And then he wanted to hang out again. So we hung out again. I hadn't come in a group situation because I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. To hedge my bet, I had him join my friend group out for something. And nobody knew what his name was because everyone was just like, I knew him as a urologist. So (laughs) he came in and right away, I think he knew that this wasn't going to be a fit. He knew right away this was very casual. He wasn't looking for that. So halfway through our hangout session, he kind of stopped and said, UA, I did enjoy meeting you that first night. I feel like things aren't really there right now. You have a good time with your friends. I'm out. And it was really nice knowing you. And all my friends were there to witness this. Now, oh it was God. a little bit embarrassing for me that he <laughs> did this in front of my friends. But looking back on it, I so appreciated it. Maybe he didn't read the room or maybe he did. Yeah. I don't know. Now I'm like debating. Did he have a high EQ or not? But he did put himself first in this situation and think, yeah. I'm not having a good time here. And this is not going anywhere. So I'm going to get out when I can, but I'm not going to make her feel like there's going to be something more after this. I did really appreciate that. But, you know, at the time I was like, was that really necessary? But looking back on it, I'm glad he did because now I would never put someone in that situation again. I would say that wasn't ghosting, though. So, okay, back to the original question. Is it okay to ghost or not? I personally don't think you should ghost. Like if someone reaches out, I feel like you should give them a response back, even if it's not the right one. What we're getting at, though, is all these other situations that aren't cut and dry ghosting. What your situation is, the situation I mentioned, no plan set up. Even this one in the email, it's questionable. They didn't have like a time and date. It could be like a nice passing by. I think in that case, yes, it's okay to ghost. I think you need to read the room. I think you need to see the situation. Maybe not read the room. That's a bad way to say it. But just understand your unique situation. And as much as like you can know about the other person, I get it's hard when you only met them one time. But think about it like, am I being kind here? Or am I just feeding my own ego? Right. And that matters quite a bit. Ghosting is funny. On the receiving end, it's only ghosting if you like the person. If you don't like the person, oh my it's not god, ghosting. that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. You would never be like, I didn't like that person, and they ghosted me. No, yeah. Let's hold that thought for a quick message. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to 
to viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I was thinking about this time where I did talk about having plans with someone. We had like a follow-up in retrospect. I think it was me that initiated the text after. But he seemed very enthusiastic about hanging out again. Then didn't hear from him like all weekend. Didn't think Mm -hmm. it was that weird because, you know, beginning stage. Messaged on like Monday, never heard back. And then finally, I just like, you know, because I was just at this point, I was like, I don't fucking care anymore. Like, I'm just going to say what's on my mind. And I basically just said like, you know, like you could have just replied back and said like things change for you like no need to like ghost me and his response was oh I just assumed you would figure it out after like three days had passed like no contacts kind of thing Mm. and that irked me because I'm like not everyone knows your rules I still stand by if someone reaches out just there's a simple conversation that can be had that things changed for you or it Mm. wasn't the connection you were looking for I do believe that that is common courtesy if someone is actively messaging you just not to ignore it that i do think is ghosting in my opinion yes if you're not answering a text that ends in a question mark (laughs) yeah that is ghosting because that's even with your friends with your family you never leave them hanging like that so that is ghosting what do you think about this scenario i went on a date with this guy first date we met off one of the apps and intense chemistry, intense makeout session, just one of those long dates. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so into him. And we have this passionate kiss goodbye. No promise of a next date. Just like, I had such a great time. So great getting to know you. And then never heard from him again. Is that ghosting? But you never reached out. I never reached out. I did reach out on, I think it was like, oh, I think we met right before Valentine's Day. So (laughs) he reached out and said, happy Valentine's. Day. And I said, happy okay. Valentine's Day. That was it. So he didn't ghost you then if he reached it's not out. Not, it's not not ghost because we never saw each other again. I think it's just a fade. Like, especially if he did active. I think there's a lot of, this is where the gray area comes in, right? In my definition, and this is just my definition, it's like someone, I think we actually did this on our Confessions of a Reform Ghoster episode. It's mm-hmm. someone that you've had contact with. So it's not necessarily someone on an app that you don't know at all, like someone that yeah. you have a personal connection with. So in my opinion, that includes date one, that you've met this person in person. And 
they ask you to do something or they ask a question and you just never respond. Mm -hmm. But happy Valentine's Day and then you set it back. Like that doesn't feel like ghosting. It just feels like neither of you took initiative after that. Yeah, that's not really good. It's just a fade out. It's like a fade, a slow fade. A slow fade. Yeah. (laughs) I still wonder about that guy. Because he, (laughs) I mean, of course, I stalked him on social media and he ended up back with his ex-girlfriend that he talked about on the date. So probably the reality. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's the other thing. When people do ghost you, it doesn't always mean that they like hated you and think you're a terrible person and not dateable like that's not what it means a lot of times usually there's something else going on in their lives you don't know what it is it could just be that you weren't the right fit but I think those are more obvious sometimes it's these like ones unless you just wildly misread the room which we did talk about could happen but also you just have no idea what's going on for people have you ever ghosted someone no I feel like I would never like I think Okay, the only time I've ghosted someone, and I don't actually consider this ghosting either, so you let me know if you think it is. Mm -hmm. I've told them explicitly I don't think that it's a fit, and they continue to message. At that point, Mm. I've stopped responding multiple times this has happened, but I don't think that's ghosting because I actually said, like, this isn't going anywhere. Yes, I agree. I don't think that's ghosting. I've never left someone on red without giving them an explanation. If it's obvious that they are trying to pursue something, like if someone just sends a statement that doesn't warrant a response, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so if someone sends a statement that doesn't warrant the response, I would never reply and just be like, oh my God, we're not a fit. Like, goodbye. Best of luck. I feel like that feels preemptive to me. So I would always, I'd either respond like, haha, or like a one word answer to kind of show like, I'm not. super vibing but i'm not gonna be rude or i just wouldn't respond if i really didn't like them and it didn't need a response and then if they asked for the next date or they asked to do something then i would say it's not a fit i think that makes sense i mean everyone's different is what i'm learning i feel like for me it just feels very preemptive to like throw it out but i agree with you in the sense like the example that you gave of the guy at the bar maybe because like that one's real time and it's his time at the end of the day Like that Mm -hmm. also is a factor. We did an episode a long time ago. I think it was like season four, Bathroom Bail. Yeah. Where our friend went on a second date. The guy went (laughs) to the bathroom to never come back. That to me is fucked. Just grow some and come back and say it's not a match. I mean, that is the ultimate ghosting. (laughs) That is that is sad. Terrible ghosting. It is. It's like real time in in real life ghosting, if that's a thing. Yeah. That's like you standing face to face with someone and you you saying, Hey, you want to go out again? And them just looking at you straight in the eyes and not saying anything back and then walking away. Or like running away as they say it. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? This guy straight up did that. I'm going to the bathroom. And by the way, I'm also leaving and never coming back. (laughs) I think it's so important to think about, like, how am I impacting others in this? Yeah. is so important because if someone said that, like, who would want to get left at the table thinking this person's coming back and just being left there? That's a terrible thing to do to someone. I don't care how scared you are, how uncomfortable it is for you to confront this and say it's not a match. You freaking buckle up and do it. Like, that is messed up. And I also feel like the same is on the other side. Like, I had this guy that I dated for a bit. 
we slept together and it was terrible. Mm. We went out one more time and I couldn't do it again. And I literally was like, I need to do homework. Like I was in school at the time, not college, like post-college school. So it wasn't that long ago, but it was a while ago. And he went to Europe for three months. And I was oh, like, right. great, yeah, this, this is going to naturally fade out. Don't hear from him the first month he comes back. Don't hear from him the entire time. Two months later, I get a text, we need to talk. And it was basically, I'm like, oh my God, do I have like an STD? And I'm like, there's no way. But like, why would this person be sending this? And he right. basically was breaking up with me. And I'm like, this is so unnecessary. <laughs> Who are you again? Clearly, I have not been reaching out to you. In that case, it felt to me like I want to get the last word in. Yes. Because yes. there was some uncomfortableness of like the next date not progressing. It was like, I want to win. That's what it felt like. Yes. If that's where it's coming from for you. There's no need to bring that person into that. So it really is like, what is going on in this situation and what's going to actually be the best for this person I'm interacting with, in my opinion. Yep. It's taking into account what it is you want, what it is that will make you feel good about yourself. Are you doing something that's aligned with your own values? Would you want someone to do this to you? Yes. And then also taking into account the other person, how would they receive this information? And if you taking into account that 360 degree view, then you're good, right? You've thought yeah. about everything. You tried your best. And that's the only thing we can do is just say, I tried my best. There you go. So the answer to is it ever okay to ghost? Really try your best and make sure that all three of those are checked off. And I don't say try your best like, oh, I couldn't have the conversation. Like really think about all three of those factors. Sometimes the best self-growth comes from pushing ourselves. So if you feel like I'm really scared to say something or I actually like maybe shouldn't say something, but I'm going to do it anyways, like go against that and do what's mm -hmm. best for the situation because that's where you're going to grow too. Yes, a learning opportunity. Thank you for that question. For everybody else, keep those questions coming. Even if you've sent in a question before, we love repeat customers. Let's get those <laughs> questions in. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com or you can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. Okay, we'll see you next week. Bye. The Datable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at datablepodcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag StayDatable and trust us, we look at all of those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable.